Welcome back to the TGI Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and we are now into the month of June. So after going with an Easter episode in April, and we did a prom episode last month in May, this month we're going to be covering a graduation episode from Saved by the Bell. So stay tuned at the end of the episode. I'm going to fill you in on what's coming up later this month. I think that's going to be pretty fun, and definitely what's on tap for the month of July is going to be... A lot of fun. Cannot wait for that. Now, on to the show. For this week's podcast, we are covering an episode titled Graduation from the Fourth Season of Saved by the Bell. And now since this is the first time we're covering Saved by the Bell, and I am very excited about that, I have to give my own history with this show. I know I say this a lot. I've said it a lot in a lot of these episodes that a particular show is, that's one of my favorites. I say that all the time. But I will say... That Saved by the Bell may be my favorite show from my childhood. It felt as though the show was on all the time. Obviously, episodes, newer episodes, were on on Saturday mornings. This particular episode of Graduation was a primetime event on a Saturday night. Not sure if I watched it in primetime at the time in 1993. I would have only been seven years old, so I kind of doubt it. I think I caught most of these episodes somewhat in reruns and in syndication, but I used to love the Saturday mornings that NBC put together. They had some great shows. They had Say by the Bell. They had USA High. They had all these different shows that I'd love that I would love to go back and find some of them. I don't think a lot of them are really available anymore, but I think it would be great if they were made available again. I think I would binge them like crazy. But the thing is about Say by the Bell... It used to be on a lot before school. I can remember watching it before I went to school, before catching the bus, or before my mom took me to school, or whatever. I can remember watching it when I got home. TBS used to play Saved by the Bell all the time. I can remember watching the new class. I remember watching the college years, which are not very good, but I still loved watching all those episodes. I can remember all the made-for-TV movies. Especially Zach and Kelly getting married in Las Vegas, which tried rewatching that movie recently. Very hard to get back into that movie. It really is. It does not hold up all that well. But it's it's still it's a nice nostalgia driver for me. And like I said, I watched so many episodes of this, so many reruns. I love the Christmas episode that they do. It's a two parter, which I think we'll get to at some point on the podcast. Don't think we'll get to it this year, but definitely in the future because I love it so, so much. Now, as far as the cast goes for this show, it's pretty straightforward with a lot of names of people who are pretty much famous for this show. You get a few people who were able to do some things outside of it, but I think for the most part, most of these actors are famous for Saved by the Bell. 
show itself stars Mark Paul Gossler playing the re- lead role of Zach Morris, who for the most part, you know, we know that he's been in a couple of different shows uh, along Franklin and Bash was one of them, but he's still always going to be Zach Morris to me. Mario Lopez, he played AC Slater. Mario's become like a TV personality type. Not never really got back into being a full fledged actor. Maybe some Hallmark or Lifetime stuff along the way for Mario Lopez, but he's he's always going to be AC Slater. Dustin Diamond, who recently passed away, played the infamous Screech. Elizabeth Berkley played Jesse Spano. Lark Voorhees played Lisa Turtle. Dennis Haskin played Mr. Belding. And last, but certainly not least, Tiffany Amber Thiessen plays Kelly Kapowski, who I think was many, many boys' first crush of anyone close to my age in a gap of probably five to ten years on either side that uh, she was a crush for a lot of people and and uh, she's great she the character of Kelly Kapowski is so wholesome and so great and uh, she she definitely plays up that wholesomeness in this particular episode now when it comes to this episode I looked up a quick synopsis of it from IMDb, and this is what they had to say. Quote, as graduation approaches, Zach learns that he's just one credit short of graduating. Desperate to get extra credit, he joins Bayside's ballet company, and when illness strikes some of the other cast members, he calls on the gang for help. Pretty straightforward. I gotta give IMDb some credit there. That is a very straightforward synopsis for this episode. But I will say one confusing thing when you are searching for this episode online, I used Amazon Prime, they labeled this episode as part of season 5, episode 23, but IMDB lists it from season 4, and all the research I did of this, and by research I mean looking it up on Wikipedia, there were only 4 seasons of this iteration of Saved by the Bell. So I'm not sure why it got broken up on Amazon Prime. I do think as of right now, it's available on Hulu, also available on Peacock. I do not have Peacock, so I'm not sure how it is listed on their side. I did not look on Hulu how it is listed, but it is a little weird, a little wonky. If you want to find it on Amazon, it's listed under Season 5. And another interesting thing, too, is Season 4 featured a lot less of Kelly and Jesse. And so they supplemented the loss of those two characters who I think were just off doing other things. Not sure if it was contract related or what, but to supplement them, they had a new character of Tori who was this sort of, sort of a harder character and more um, brash almost type of character. Somebody who could kind of push Zach around a little bit. She wore a leather jacket. She drove a motorcycle, all those tough things, which I don't know why a 17, 18-year-old kid is driving a motorcycle, 16, 17, whatever she's supposed to be in this show. But nonetheless, it's also funny that she's just gone. There's no mention of her in this final episode. No, you know, you'd think maybe you'd just kind of keep her along because she's part of like the storyline throughout part of this season. But Tori is nowhere to be found during this final graduation episode. So in the episode itself, we open up, we're at the max. We get our final shot of the crew at the Max, which played such a pivotal 
role in the show itself. And they're all celebrating the fact that they have taken their final exam. They never have to take any more tests at Bayside ever again. And this is where we get sweet, wholesome Kelly. She's a little sad. She's like, it's still kind of sad that that's the last time we'll ever take a test. And everybody's like, shut up. Like, you're dumb. Nobody ever wants to take a test ever again. Kelly, you're crazy. And then we get the nerds who show up, which it's funny that in a early to mid-90s show, which Saved by the Bell was, that they played so hard into the nerd part. I don't think there was ever guys dressing in the 90s that looked this nerdy and played it up the way they did. But they definitely wanted to play in that stereotype. But these nerds, they show up and they remind the girls that they have practiced for ballet. Zach, of course, has to crack jokes at the nerds for being in ballet, which we already know. It's going to come full circle for Zach here in just a few moments. And he says he's got to head out. He's got to go talk to Mr. Belding. He isn't exactly sure why, but he thinks Belding wants to give him one final goodbye since they have such a storied and rich history with each other. So Zach, he, he makes his way into Belding's office and he's trying to shake Belding's hand and he's like, you know, it's been a, we've had quite the history and finally Belding's like, look, you're not going to be able to graduate. Uh, you, you're, you've fallen one credit short and you, because you dropped this theater arts course when you were a sophomore, I'm sorry, Zach, you're going to have to, to do summer school. And so, first thing I thought of is if he dropped this course when he was a sophomore, two years prior, that not a single school counselor noticed that he was going to be a credit short, that nobody noticed that all of a sudden here, just days away from graduation, somebody finally noticed that he was not going to graduate. I mean, I know you got to have a storyline somehow, but... I love finding these little, or big in this case, loopholes in these episodes. And also, the reaction of the audience when Belding tells Zach he can't graduate is incredible. They are shocked and appalled. It is hilarious. They, It's audible gasps. It's, <gasps> it's almost as if the people in the crowd did not realize that this is a television show. That that Zach Morris is not real. He is a he is a character played by the actor Mark Paul Gossler. Their reaction is so genuine, it's hilarious to me. So if you get a chance, go back through and just listen to the part when Belding tells Zach he's not going to be be able to graduate. And then to wrap it all up, Belding tells Zach he's gonna have to go to summer school in order to make up that course. Zach clearly upset about it and the next scene we have Zach he's he's breaking the news to the girls that he's not going to be able to graduate and they're like wow we can't believe it and then the nerds they show up and they say hey we got to make it to we got to make it to to practice because you know the ballet performance still isn't until Friday so they still have a few more days to get ready for that event and then of course we get the light bulb going off in Zach's head And he's going to figure out a way to get into that performance and get himself that final credit so he doesn't have to do summer school. 
So Zach, he makes his way, he goes to Mr. Belding's office, and he's playing it off like, hey, I need some help with summer school. I decided to get ahead with this, and I want to know what you suggest I should take as a course. And then, all of a sudden, one of the nerds, named Pete, he shows up and he's limping. And he's, oh, oh, oh my god, I don't think I can perform. I have a hamstring injury and somebody's going to need to replace me. Belding is devastated (laughs) that this ballet performance is not going to happen. And as Belding's, you see the the wheels turning and Belding's trying to figure out what are we going to be able to do because Pete's one of the main characters in this ballet. How are we going to get this all figured out? And so while he's doing that, we see Pete is out in the hallway, and we find out that Slater had paid him off with a letterman's jacket to pretend that he's hurt so he could bail out of the show and and let Zach in. And then we find out that Pete says it's okay, he doesn't mind dropping it because he already had some extra credit from some other course he already took. But now we're, we go back into Belding's office and him and Zach are sitting there and they're trying to figure out what are you going to do about this play? And Zach kind of is playing off, yeah, you know, I don't know. You're probably going to have to find somebody else. And then Belding's like, Zach, you should, you should take over. You should, you, you could do this. You could earn your final credit. And then Belding like suggests, Zach, if, if you could dance, we could, I, I think you'd be great. And all of a sudden, Zach then plays it off like he's upset. And he goes into this unnecessary spiel about how he's actually an accomplished dancer, but he's been keeping it a secret. And he's like, did Slater tell you? And Belding's like, no, no. And at this point, it's obvious that Belding was going to give him the part and the chance to do this. So I don't know why Zach is like playing this up to try to play it off that he needs it like Belding's already giving you the chance why are you so worried about this uh, at this point but anyways you know you get your little bit of acting out of Mark Paul Gossler in this scene it's funny but anyways after this we we hit a commercial and we come back and we see the girls they're getting ready to rehearse for the performance and then the teacher comes in and says I'm sorry to tell you guys Pete got hurt He's not going to be in it, but we found a replacement, and it's going to be Zach. And the girls are like, Zach, why? And he's like, hey, quiet. I'm going to earn my extra, I'm going to earn that one last credit I need to graduate. And so he shows off a couple of horrible dance moves. And then quickly, very quickly, we cut back into Belding's office, and we have Lisa. She comes in, and she's holding this necklace with a big B on it. And she says, this is the Bayside B. And that's what they give to the valedictorian. And she believes it's going to be Jesse. She's like, yeah, I just wanted to show you. And we could give it to Jesse. And Belding says, actually, another student beat out Jesse to be valedictorian. And at that exact moment, Screech comes into the office. And Belding reveals that Screech beat out Jesse by half a point to be valedictorian. And Screech at first is taken aback. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And then he thinks about it for a second. He says, I I can't accept it. And you get this sort of moment from Screech that you very rarely see. He was always just this character who was goofy and funny. But he understands and knows how important the valedictorian honor is to Jesse. And he says, 
to Belding. I don't want it. I don't want to be valedictorian. Make Jesse valedictorian because I'm not going to be able to give a speech and Jesse deserves it a lot more. And then later on, Lisa kind of comes up to him and she's like, what are you doing? Why won't you do this? Why won't you take this honor? I think you should. You earned it. Screech like, I can't. I can't do that to Jesse because I know how much it means to her. And Screech then asks Lisa to promise him that she won't tell Jesse that he gave up that honor. And of course, Lisa reluctantly says, I, I won't say anything. And then... We jump back, and just as the group gets set to head to rehearsal, it's revealed by Belding that now the ballet is going to be canceled because all of the nerds, that's a big eye roll, I know you can't see me, but I just eye rolled pretty hard there, but all of the nerds came down with the flu, which means Zach's going to get an incomplete, and he's still not going to be able to graduate. And then... Jesse's like, could this day get any worse? And it was so awful. And then Belding reveals to her that she is one valedictorian. She's excited. Everybody heads out. And then Zach kind of comes over and he schemes a little bit. And he's like, hey, Belding, if I can get other people to replace the nerds, can we still get the show to go on and I could get my my final credit? And Belding's then like, you know what, Zach, if you could pull that off, You'll get your final credit. And I got to give Saved by the Bell some credit of their own here in this situation. In what was about a five to eight minute series, they advanced this storyline, actually a couple storylines, really well and really quickly. We went from Screech getting valedictorian to giving it up to Zach learning he's not going to graduate again because the performance got canceled, to Jesse learning she's going to be valedictorian, to then Zach hatching a scheme to get the performance to go on. They did that very well. I think sometimes stuff like that can seem really rushed in episodes, especially in, in these more like teen-centric type episodes, but I thought they pulled this off really, really well. So once again, we head to a commercial break, and we come back, we're at the performance of the ballet, and we first see the girls, they're on stage, they all look great, they're doing all the right moves. And then Zach makes his debut, and he's falling, and he's flailing all over the place, he looks terrible in in this. And then we find out that Slater has come to help Zach out, and he makes his way out on the stage. And props to Mario Lopez, he's got some good dance moves. And if there were... There was a couple episodes where he really got to show off his dance moves throughout the series. I remember one being at the max. He he felt bad for not going to the ballet or something with Jesse. So he went back in time, went back in time, quote unquote, to to then give her a performance of himself dancing. But I, I do give Mario Lopez some credit. He had some pretty awesome dance moves. And then it gets capped off by Screech. He's prancing around in a bird costume before giving birth to an egg. I mean, just wild. (laughs) But the performance, it's over. Everybody claps. They come out. They take their bows. And after the performance, we see the gang for one last time. They're hanging out in the hallways. They're at Bayside. You learn that they all got A's for their performance. So we know Zach is going to to graduate the next day. And they're all kind of reminiscing a little bit about the past and what's 
going to be coming in the future. And Zach is the only one who doesn't seem all that heartbroken about moving on. He's like, I, I don't care about moving on. Uh, or I don't, I don't care about leaving Bayside. He's like, I'm so happy to get out of here. This is going to be awesome. And then they're all like, well, what do you, aren't you going to miss your friends and all that? He's like, yeah, I'll miss everybody. I'll, I'll go, I'll go see Lisa and Jesse in New York city and I'll make trips down from Yale. And then I totally forgot that he, that Zach got into Yale in the final season because he had, he had like incredible SAT scores, which of course we know he didn't go to Yale because he ends up going to the, whatever the made up school was in, in the college years, Caltech or whatever it ends up being. But I had completely forgotten about Zach getting into Yale. It was a little bit jarring, to be honest, having not seen this episode in such a long time. But Zach, he ducks out. We have Slater. He's waxing poetic about how much the school meant to him because he moved around a lot as a kid. He tells Jesse she'll always be his mama. And she's like, you'll always be my pig or whatever <laughs> she says. And then we get a very sweet moment here with Screech. And he tries to give Lisa a handshake to tell her he's going to miss her. And Lisa plants a big old kiss on his cheek. Everybody in the crowd cheers. They're very happy that that Screech finally gets what he wants from, from Lisa. And... We have, we have Slater and Screech. They leave, and Lisa sits down next to Jesse. And Jesse's like, why would you kiss him? She's like, you know, he's just he's a sweet guy. And she's like, come on, he's such a dummy. He once took a shower with all of his clothes on, and blah, blah, blah. And then Lisa slipped and let it be known that Screech gave up being valedictorian in order for Jesse to get it. And then the scene ends. And then we head to the final episode of the, or the final scene of this episode. We're at graduation. Mr. Belding, he ends up introducing Jesse to the crowd as valedictorian. And she gives a little speech about how she learned, two of the biggest lessons she ever learned were the night before when she learned humility and grace. And she admitted that she found out that she wasn't the true valedictorian. And she asked Screech to come up. And give a speech. Screech comes up there. He knocks all the papers off the lectern. And he basically says. Look I'm not good at this. I'm not good at giving speeches to everybody. And so then he asks. Zach to come up. Zach's his best friend. He wants Zach to give a speech. Because he knows he'll do a better job. And you you gotta be honest. You know this is never going to happen. At any, at any high school. That some valedictorian just can come up there and be like. I'm terrible at giving speeches. So here's my best friend. To give a speech. That'll never happen. But Zach's the main character. So it's gonna work. And then Zach reveals that. He has spent so much time thinking about leaving high school. That now he knows that it's over. It makes him a little sad. And that he's going to miss so much the friendships that he's made in high school and that's what's going to make it so difficult to leave and then we get a great little sequence at the end of mr building giving everyone their diplomas and i love this scene it was so good he even was handing out the award or the diplomas to some of the nerds and it was just very sweet and each of the main characters came up and he was talking to lisa and jesse and he gave Kelly, a, a handkerchief to wipe her tears because she was crying. 
He told Screech about how he's proud of him. Him and Slater were able to pull off Slater's infamous handshake. And then at the very end, right before the end of the episode, he gives Zack the final diploma and he shakes Zack's hand. And then he says this, which was my favorite quote of the episode, where he says, you know, son, you got something very special inside of you. I hope I'm around to see it when you let it all out. What a great line. What a great line for Mr. Belding to Zach. It's so good. It's so good. I loved that moment so, so much. And then we get one final breaking the fourth wall moment from Zach as he turns to the camera and he says he can't believe he's finally graduated and everybody throws their hats up in the air and the episode ends. And I, I'm going to jump right into it. And if you've fallen along, followed along with me throughout this podcast, you know that I like to determine whether an episode that we covered should be deemed a classic or not a classic. And for this, I'm giving it a... You got it, dude! So this was definitely an easy one. I love this episode. I feel like this episode, it's just vintage Saved by the Bell. You have Zach having a problem and his friends, they rally around him. They all make it right at the end. And the episode itself, I thought, flew by really, really quickly. There's no real down moments. It's all quick and fast-paced right from the beginning. And I mean most Saved by the Bell episodes are. But what I've found doing a lot of the... Uh, covering a lot of these different episodes from a variety of different shows is sometimes there could be some pretty down moments. But I thought this just went really quickly. And I, I thought they wrapped it up in a bow quite well. It's the type of show where you knew it was probably going to end at some sort of graduation, and they did they did it perfectly. I, I think it it uh, it paid justice to what Zach is at a as a character that it would come down to a final credit for him, and that he's he's a good enough friend that his friends are going to do what they can to to help him out in any way. So I would highly recommend giving this a watch if you want graduation feels. Or if you just want a really good Say by the Bell episode, this is very good. It's a very good, a very good watch. I liked it a lot. So with that in the rearview mirror, I want to talk about the summer and what's coming up here. Not only this month, but what's coming up ahead. And later this month, to celebrate Leon Day, which is the halfway point to Christmas, we're going to be dropping a special Leon Day episode on June 25th. I'm not going to reveal just yet what it is, but it's going to be really fun. It's a Christmas episode. I think it's it's going to be really a really fun one to kind of dive into and talk about. And then not long after that, we're going to be hitting Christmas in July all of next month, all in the month of July. Each week, we're going to have a new episode, a Christmas episode to celebrate Christmas in July. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. Hoping to get at least a guest or two along the way to hop on some of these episodes because I think that makes these even more fun. And it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag of television shows. Uh, My plan is to keep it, to keep most of those true TGIF shows, your full houses, step-by-step, Boy Meets World, and all those. I'm... I want to keep those in the Burr months as much as I can, especially for Christmas. But these episodes we're going to be covering in July are part are still part of that era of television. So it's not like we're going to be doing Modern Family or something that just came out in recent years. No, it's still going to be something based primarily in the 90s, 
but I think it's going to be really fun and I'm super excited about that. And also, if you've not, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. It helps get more listeners, helps us show up higher up in the searches when people are looking for various different types of content. And with Christmas in July, I think that's going to be a big month in terms of sort of pushing us towards what's going to be coming in August and September and obviously all the fun stuff that's going to happen in October, November, and December, which are our key months our Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas episodes, which are a blast. And also, I will send you a free TGI podcast sticker if you leave us a review. If you've left me a review, you haven't gotten a sticker, you haven't told me that you left a review, come find me. Find me either on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, at Matt Yurick. Just send me a message, and I will get a sticker sent out to you. And also, like our page on Facebook, like us on Instagram under TGI Podcast. That helps other people find us as well. Uh, again, I'm very excited about about what's going to be coming up here in the next few months. And don't forget, we'll be back in just a couple weeks to celebrate Leon Day. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys all very, very soon. The TGI Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Yurick. And be sure to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.